It's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Put on your magic pants and let's go. We're cruising into the power zone. Clip in, set yourself free. Come on and take a ride with me. Know what you need to know and what's it all about. Welcome to the Clip Out, Episode Seven. This is Crystal O'Keefe, and this is Tom O'Keefe, my lovely husband. Oh, look at that! <laughs> you remembered? I did. I forget that since you edit these, you hear these over and over again. <laughs> I just sit down for five minutes and more reasons to remember every detail of everything yes. you've ever said. As yeah, as if wives didn't already do that. <laughs> I love you too, babe. <laughs> So uh, shameless plugs before we get too far Don't forget that we're available on iTunes You can go there, rate, review, subscribe So this is the part of the show where we read reviews And we have a new iTunes review We do Yes Who is it, who is it? Hang on, my computer's not working Okay, here we go It is from Yvette Nicole And she put a little hashtag in front of that So I guess that's also her leaderboard name I think it is Is that what that means? Yes, it is what you tell me And uh, she says Great, funny, husband slash wife team I like the fact that she gave husband top billing (laughs) Thanks, Yvette (laughs) (laughs) It means henceforth They're all going to say wife, husband You know that, right? I mean Yeah (laughs) Professionally done interviews uh, with Peloton coaches and writers Recipes, tech updates, and humor Makes this podcast Perfect for Peloton fans So thank you very much For the nice review Yvette that was very nice Thank you You know what What I know that you were Talking about iTunes Yes But speaking of reviews Yes There was a new one On Facebook as well How about that it, It's a, also a callback To our, our newbie episode With Kevin Okay Do you remember When Kevin was Talking trash About Pop-Tart Lover uh, Yes I do Check this out April Pish Hey guys Love your podcast This is Pop-Tart Lover Uh oh (laughs) Kevin's in trouble I heard Kevin couldn't be beat by a Pop-Tart lover. Let Kevin know it's on. We need a rematch. I can taste victory and let Kevin know it tastes just like a fudge (laughs) Pop-Tart. Kevin! You'll be back on the show soon. <laughs> she's uh, she's carb loading for her ride. <laughs> yeah, yes, she with is. Pop-tarts. Yeah, I wouldn't underestimate anybody on that leaderboard. Uh, I think I think that was a newbie mistake, Kevin. I know <laughs> it's going to get ugly. What are the odds, though, of of all the people that could have been listening? It made me happy. I loved it. It really made my day to read that. That's funny. Yes. Coming up on the show this week, we have we sit down with Jackie Sincata. Yes, we do. And uh, she is a uh, writer extraordinaire, and more importantly, her claim to fame, besides being a, on the clip out, of course, is uh, <laughs> she she coined the term Wilpered. She did. So what have you done with your life? You're probably just like a nurse or working for... <laughs> Working for I was I was trying to come up with a charity and I couldn't think of one. How awful am I? All I could come up with was Hands Across America. <laughs> what? 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 Well, there's also I mean I, I know you were trying to be ironic, but uh, you know there, Jackie also does plenty for uh, lots of different causes as well. We'll get to hear all well, about that. Yeah, I mean if you want to get technical. <laughs> also, there's been uh, some new releases on the bike. Correct And there are job openings at Peloton There are So you might want to freshen up your resume And a little unicorn talk We'll get to that It's time for news of the Peloton 
Well, I guess let's start with uh, unicorns. Explain to me how what unicorns have to do with bike. They could not possibly uh, balance themselves. <laughs> well, the unicorn carries the bike on its back. Interesting. Then do you balance on top of the bike on top of the unicorn? Yeah, it's a it's a whole thing. Um, Peloton is taking on a new circus routine. I don't think Pete is going to be too happy about this. <laughs> They just shut down Ringling I understand why they would think there's a hole in the market But I'm kidding, I'm kidding Peloton is now officially deemed a unicorn Do you know what that means? I not I know what a unicorn means But not in a clean way Oh I, I'm not going to ask a follow You don't want to know I don't <laughs> <laughs> I can already tell I don't want to know yeah. And nobody tell me I don't need I don't need any comments I'm good Comment Tom Send it to Tom If that's what you want to talk about I already know <laughs> When a startup company Reaches a valuation Of one billion dollars They become a unicorn it's, Okay And so Peloton Very recently I believe it was May 24th They officially reached a valuation In their most recent round of funding Of $1.25 So they are officially a unicorn Holy cow This was actually reported in several sources It came out in several articles In Fortune magazine about it And they sat down with the John Foley To talk about this recent development And they actually asked him What he was going to do With the $325 million From the newest round of investors I I'm going to say he's going to spend it entirely on Facts of Life DVD seasons. <laughs> That's so random. <laughs> yes, that was exactly what he yeah. said. How did you know? Well, you want to corner the market. <laughs> See now, if you want season six of Facts of Life, John Foley's your guy. <laughs> he's got them all. What are you going to do? You're going to pay whatever John Foley tells you to pay for season six of Facts of Life. Well, that's that is one approach okay. that you could take, sure, or, or that he could take. Right? It's not what he said at all. Oh, well, if he wants to do it the hard way. <laughs> He talked about that there were four different kinds of investors. They did some crossover money. That was in quotes because that was his specific term. So even okay. though they can't see it, I used quotes. Gotcha. Uh, from institutional investors such as Fidelity and Wellington, they feel that that will be helpful as they consider making the transition from a private company to a public one. That's right, folks. They're considering going public. You can get Peloton stock. <laughs> Someday. You can get that framed on your wall. <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> they also took some Instead money Instead of having a watermark It'll have a sweat mark <laughs> It's better than when Charmin went public Oh no They had a skid mark Ew yeah, I know You took that a whole what, different way <laughs> You liked my randomness two minutes ago Yeah I know Because you weren't talking about poop <laughs> <laughs> So they also received money from late stage venture investors Like Cleaner Perkins Which is according to them The best in the world And I, you will find this If they gave me a bunch of money I think they were the best in the world too <laughs> You're going to be really excited about this one Okay NBC Universal They are a strategic investor Because they stream 12 hours of live TV a day And John Foley goes on to say No media company is going is getting people to pay $39 a month For one channel of content That's Boom a, That's a really great way of looking at it Like I never really thought about it in that context Of you know you pay $8 a month Or $9 a month for Netflix Maybe if you want no commercials You pay $12 a month for Hulu But yeah they're getting $40 a month out of people I'm They sure are I'm sure that's very enticing 
to a company like that to figure out if NBC can figure out ways to mirror that in other avenues. It does make you wonder what will be happening in the future. I think uh, I think it's pretty obvious. It's a clip out TV show on NBC. <laughs> And a bunch of Facts of Life DVDs And Facts of Life originally aired on NBC No it didn't It did It was oh a spinoff of Different Strokes You read this ahead of time I did not I don't put that much work into anything I know <laughs> <laughs> Well I'm going to get to the fourth type of investor Okay It's the private bank of J.P. Morgan Chase They invested tens of millions from their client base of high net worth individuals Very diverse group that they raised their money from so the takeaway here is that if you work at Peloton, now's a good time to ask for a raise. Actually, I have something else about working at Peloton, but we'll get to that. Oh, I got ahead of myself. You did. I'll try to slow down. Okay. I'll think about baseball. <laughs> it's better than skid marks, I yeah. guess. Either one will make you last longer. So, also this... <laughs> I'm going to keep bringing it back Yeah So the article also asked How they plan to use the new cash And John Foley answered That they just launched like yoga classes And they're in the process I'm so excited They're in the process Of building a studio in New York City That will let them stream content From four different studios Let that sink in Is it something? Hang on, I'm not done Oh, okay Okay <laughs> I'm already pretty saturated And this might be my favorite part We're also going to be building content For other types of fitness equipment Similar to our studio in Chelsea The new studio will be open to members Who want to take a class in person Squee! <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited I can tell Four different studios you would think Would probably be Four different time zones I think that's a logical Conclusion to come to I mean, But we are We are speculating We are spitballing This yeah. is all conjecture It is And so uh, But that would make The most sense Why build four in New York When you could do One in each time zone It would Yeah I mean yeah I think that and makes if sense if they hadn't Already thought of that Then you can apply At one of the new Job openings uh, Bring it to the Midwest Mr. Yeah. Foley <laughs> That'd be very cool Speaking of jobs I've been watching My Google alerts For Peloton Right And I just happened to notice There were like 48 new job openings was Listed this, this week Was this before Or after all the money <laughs> After Yeah Yeah The last two weeks There have been Postings galore For all different types Of jobs So I just wanted to say that Because if anybody out there Is thinking How much they love This company Like I do Then they might want To work for Peloton Especially if you already Live in in that region Yeah and, and check out this Last little piece of news That I thought was really fun Peloton just teamed up With Gratify I believe it's Gradify <laughs> <laughs> Well I'm gonna go With Gratify Okay I mean We get yelled at For pronunciations All the time And I'm just I'm pretty sure It's Gradify <laughs> Well, it's a new employee benefit. Beginning this month, Peloton will contribute $100 a month to accelerate the payoff of student loan debt held by its employees. See that? Student loan debt, which means they graduated. So it's gratify. You see? You see where they were going with that? Hmm. Agree to disagree Wow <laughs> You're really holding on to that one <laughs> But yeah they, they Did work. you know that the company is founded by a Sheila Gradifi? <laughs> no you didn't know that did you Because <laughs> you just made that up But it could be true <laughs> So apology accepted 
Oh my gosh Gratify Works directly With student loan servicers To process a company's Contribution Which then is credited As extra principal payment Toward the employee's Outstanding loan balance Way to go Peloton That's awesome And that I mean that's such a cool thing Because it's like It's something That's such a unique benefit Because so many Benefits companies Come up with Are for the Autumn years You know yeah, what I mean It's yeah. like Oh put this money in now And when you're 65 Or 70 It'll be in your 401k And people are like Eh Like I mean Because they need their money now Right They'll be happy when they get there But to, to knock $1,200 a year off your principal Your student loan I mean that really will Expedite how Absolutely. quickly You can get that paid off Especially with every year the cost of education Skyrocketing even more Like, yeah. Just when I can't when I think I can't get Impressed by this company anymore I, I do think that's such a brilliant concept I, I really see that as something that could catch on For companies in terms of here's a Benefit or perk you can offer your Employees that they can Reap the benefits of on the Front end of their life instead of this Extreme delayed gratification of a 401k and you need to prepare For retirement like I'm not I'm not like oh I know trying to talk people Out of that but there's also like you really Have to be kind of focused and Mature to say okay I'm Going to put this money away for 40 years from now But when you're just starting out to say Oh we're gonna knock a hundred dollars a month off your student loans And you're still going to pay the same amount But we'll speed up how quickly you can churn through it I mean, that's that's pretty awesome It is, I'm very impressed If you're looking to avoid carbs It's always a challenge trying to find bread That fits in with your keto lifestyle Right, because you want to make sure That it tastes good And you want to make sure it has good ingredients So I think Hero Bread does both Especially when you're in the store You are overwhelmed with bread choices Yes And I've had other breads before that Claim to have low net carbs And you are certainly sacrificing Taste, texture, size Yes None of that with Hero Bread No, because sometimes On the ones that have The low net carbs They have like No substance to it <laughs> It's like eating air It is And Hero Bread Actually Really tasted good And it felt like a solid piece of bread Like I did not feel like I was Giving up something I was surprised at how big Each slice of bread was Here's the real test of a piece of bread (laughs) I didn't make a sandwich with these I just had toast Which you love Because you have toast Almost every day I do It was the (laughs) best textured Bread of this sort That I've ever had And if you're doing the math It's zero to one grams Of net carbs Zero gram sugar And high in fiber So don't give up Being a breadhead. Hero Bread Is offering 10% Off your order Go to Hero.co And use code TCO at checkout That's TCO At H-E-R-O Dot C-O Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? Well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each, so nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away 100 or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say, that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're 100% polarized. Um, and they also come in like a million different colors and styles for your $25 you're not sacrificing comfort safety or style if you want to support the show and pick up a pair gooder is giving the clip out listeners free shipping on their first order just go to gooder.com slash tco that's g-o-o-d-r.com and use code tco to get free shipping gooder offers a 30 
day money back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. Time for the clip out to talk about tech. So there are some uh, some new releases this week in the world of Peloton. Yes. More filtering options on the bike. They finally added the sexy people filter. Not yet. <laughs> That's good for me I- that they don't do that. <laughs> I saw your mail today. You got your little picture of Stephen Little in the mail. Hey, I didn't pack the package. I can't help what they show, what they send. What, I, all I know is I said Stephen Little and you immediately used a sentence with the word package. <laughs> because I received a package you in rece- the mail. What? Now he's never going to come on the show <laughs> Or Or He'll be the new host <laughs> I think his wife might have something to say about yeah, that Yeah she will probably frown upon that yeah. So yeah there's these new filtering options So they released a new user interface In the on demand library And you can now seamlessly navigate Between the cycling and the Beyond the ride workouts You can also still find all your scenic rides But now they are on the bottom right hand corner Of your touch screen Are you sure that in the scenic ride That's not the sexy filter I'm sure Because that would be scenic it's a different kind of scenic. Fair enough. But I see where you're going with that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll keep an eye on the scenic. You know, you never know. They yeah. might do that. I'm an idea guy. You are. They also took all of the specialized workouts because they, they were just called specialized. And now they've broken them out into their own class type filter, which is really cool. So if you're looking for heart rate training or you're looking for the specific beyond the ride content, you can easily filter those instead of kind of guessing wait which which kind of specialized am i looking for today it's a cool feature very very nice peloton's always adding to the bike and the functionality and i know i say it every every time we meet on the on the microphones but because <laughs> we meet more than just on the microphones yeah this our marriage isn't just a podcast sham no but every time we talk about peloton i talk about how awesome they are that is true that's not just a mike thing no wait is there a coach named mike <laughs> I'm just kidding But only a little Mostly <laughs> Checking in with the Peloton community So this week in our sit down We need to have a special thing that we call our interview segments Besides interview segments We do Hmm. We'll have to think on that yeah. So to the community If you guys have any ideas Feel sure. free to send it in Our first contest What? <laughs> I was like, wait, are they going to win something? Yeah, they're going to win your picture of Stephen Little, you little hussy. (laughs) (laughs) If you can find it. (laughs) It's under your pillow. Not kidding anybody. Don't tell Rhonda. I won't. She's going to be very upset with you. Uh, she, he belongs to her. <laughs> Every week we try, we sit down with other people, whether they be coaches or instructors. I know that's the same thing. So just pretend I didn't repeat myself uh, or, or other people within the Peloton community. And so this week you reached out to Jackie Sincata. I did. So as we have already established, coined the term Wilbird. So that puts her in the Peloton history books. That alone Yes Yes. Absolutely She has also struggled With rheumatoid arthritis Which we will get to hear about And And she's utilized the bike To kind of uh, Sorry We'll get there Sorry Let her interview speak for itself Sorry (laughs) I wish they could see your face This is what it's like in our house That was a little window Into the O'Keefe household (laughs) 
She, but as far as the arthritis goes, she also is doing a huge, amazing ride that I'm going to let everyone hear about in her own words. I'm not going to just tell them like you were going to do. But um, I do want to mention at this point to keep your eyes peeled for a link, a special link that will be put up uh, for her fundraiser. Because once you hear about it, you're going to want to donate. It's it's a really big deal. And that'll be doing. on and that'll be on our Facebook page at Facebook.com slash the clip out. It will. Yes. Thank you. So we have Jackie Sincata on Skype with us today. Hello, Jackie. Hi, hi, how are you guys today? I'm so excited to be on with you both today. We are so excited to have you here. I've been practicing saying your last name. Sincata. Sincata. It's a Sincata. It's actually pronounced. Sincotta, if you were to say it in Italian, but uh, we stick with uh, we stick with Sincotta. I was uh, telling my wife when, like, I really like bad movies, and maybe you mm-hmm. are, maybe you're already aware of this, but there was a an Olympic gymnast, I think, in the '80s, who they were trying to turn into an action hero, and so they. They put him in a movie where he was like a ninja style action hero, but instead of having ninja moves, they were all his uh, martial art was all based around gymnastics, and that movie was called Jim Kata. And so I've been I've been thinking about Jim Kata every time she says your name. I'm a ninja in some ways when it comes to the kind of sort of request thread on Fridays when we request rides for uh, for the Sunday morning ride, and I try to get on there as quick as I can with my ninja move. So <laughs> how many do you get to request for the Sunday? Since there's back to back i believe this week we are allowed to request up to four and the best person to reach out to for the kind of sort of request ride which is at 7 30 uh in the morning on sundays during uh math class is chris merrill and his leaderboard name is hashtag c body he is the poc for all things kind of sort of request ride and he does a fantastic job doing it awesome jackie how about you start by telling us about how you found out about Peloton and how you ended up with a Peloton and when you ended up with a Peloton. Sure. The way that I I got in the Peloton, I actually bought my Peloton in 2015. So I've, I've had my bike for a while and I saw it first on a Facebook ad and I'm really, I was really, really into indoor cycling. So when I was living in New York City, I used to go to uh, indoor spin uh, studios all the time. And it got to a point though, where the cost was just getting so expensive that it's something that I couldn't keep up from a financial standpoint. And when the Peloton came out, I was living down here in DC and I was like, wow, that's such a cool idea. Being able to take live classes in my own house, like in my own home, like I wouldn't have any use. And actually what got me really interested in it was that it was $39 a month uh, for as much riding as I wanted to do, which I thought was fantastic. So I went to the store in Tyson's Corner and I test rode it. I think it was about February 2015. I test rode it and I fell in love with it. And I was just like, I have to have this. This is perfect for my fitness goals and what I was looking to do. So I bought it and and I, I had it delivered a, a few weeks later. And then unfortunately, not long after I bought my bike is when I had officially found out that my rheumatoid arthritis had flared. Um, and it had flared to the point where I could not ride. So I could not ride for well over a year. I did some rides here and there um, just to try my best to keep moving. But um, one of the problems with RA is depending on the severity of it, um, too much movement, too much exercise can actually exacerbate the condition and actually make it worse. 
So I was not allowed to exercise, which for me was one of the hardest things to deal with because I like being fit. I like working out and I like working out hard. So that was a, that was awful. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Um, it's just real, qu- so, just real quick. Um, for people that are maybe unfamiliar or have heard the phrase rheumatoid arthritis, but don't really understand what all it entails, uh, could you maybe give people kind of a, a high level synopsis of, of, uh, of what that means? Yeah, sure. So the kind that I have is called juvenile rheumatoid So I was diagnosed, it's called JRA for short. So I was diagnosed with JRA when I was three. So I have been dealing with this illness for almost 30 years of my life. And basically what what RA is and JRA is in, in just kind of simple terms is it's an autoimmune illness. They're not quite sure why it happens or what the cause is for it. And there's also no cure for it. And basically what happens is my immune system kind of goes a little haywire. For some reason, instead of going just after, you know, the bad stuff that comes in your body, you know, like uh, viruses and illnesses and, and what it's supposed to do, instead what my body does is it attacks my joint. And it basically goes after my joints in full force and tries to destroy them is really the, I guess, the best way to describe it. So the signs and symptoms that I deal with is my joints get inflamed. And when they become inflamed, they get very, very big. They get very, very hot. Um, Like if you were to touch them when they were inflamed, you can actually feel heat coming out of my joints. I deal with a lot of stiffness and just an incredible amount of pain for me in my knees and my ankles, wrists and elbows, especially. So when my knees become inflamed, when my RA is flared, they become the size of grapefruits. They're, they get very, very large. So this particular flare that I that I just dealt with was the worst bout of my RA I had since I was about six. And I was on the most medication I had ever been on in my life to include long-term prednisone, which if anyone has ever been on long-term prednisone makes you gain weight like crazy. Another medication called methotrexate, which is actually a low-dose chemo. And what that does is that suppresses my immune system to try to prevent it from attacking my body. So um, in 2015, I was so sick, I could not walk for a period of time. And it was very, very difficult to move. So it it was it's awful. It's an awful illness. And there's no cure for it. There is there is no cure for it. The only thing that you can really do at this point is do your best to get into remission and then keep it in remission. And when I went to my rheumatologist and she had told me that she wanted to put me on an injectable biologic because she was not seeing enough improvement in my blood work, I got in my car and I cried because I could not imagine being on that type of medication for the rest of my life, let alone having to inject myself with something for the rest of my life. And as much as I wanted to get into remission, that was just really what drove me to figure out how to get into remission. And that's exactly what I did was to figure out how to get myself into remission. And I did. I got myself into remission. So how did you do that? I so I'm I, I have a background in health. I'm currently studying public health and I have access to lots of 
great peer-reviewed research and uh, great resources at my fingertips. And I just researched as best as I could looking at nutrition and other approaches to try to get um, inflammatory illnesses, chronic illnesses, autoimmune illnesses into remission. And I found a link between um, gluten and grain-based food and inflammatory and foods that can actually cause inflammation. So I went on a total nutritional overhaul and I cut processed foods, processed sugar, refined sugar, grains. I limit my dairy. And what else did I cut on my diet? Gluten out of my diet. And went on a very, very high micronutrient-based diet. Lots of dark green veggies, lots of really good, just anti-antioxidant type of foods. And when I did that, and I went to the doctor, she noticed a difference in my blood work and my blood level started, my levels started to go down and down and down. So I kept up with it and I kept up with it. And finally, I got to a state where I could exercise again and having exercise again and uh, keeping to my nutritional regimen. In March of this year, my doctor told me I was in remission and I was the greatest thing you could have possibly have told me. It was, was incredible. That's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. So was this regimen that you kind of came up with, was that not already out there? Did you invent that? Or is this or is that something that they kind of recommend to people and you just refined it to a way that works for you? You know, that I kind of just refined it to what worked for me. Some foods bother people. Some foods don't bother people. Um, if I have rice, for example, if I have too much rice, I all of a sudden have pain in my joints. Uh, sometimes I can have a slice of pizza and I'll feel perfectly fine. And sometimes I'll have a slice of pizza and I'll be rolled up on my couch like a burrito, um, just dealing with joint pain. So I just realized, you know, it's not worth being in pain. So for the most part, I, I just stay away from it. And I tried to use peer reviewed research, you know, like, um, you know, that were actually conducted in studies and, and you know, really diving down and into that type of background, applied it to myself. And from there, I mean, uh, I'm an advocate for eating, eating well and having good nutrition, because if you have a good nutritional base, and you're eating well, I, you know, I'm pretty sure then, you know, the rest will sort itself out. I'm sure that's true. I but I will have have to say, Jackie, that I don't know how you, I mean, I understand that it's for you, it's not worth the pain. And I, w I kind of wish that I had a, the willpower that you do, because I have no idea how you give up so many things that you're eating on it, that, that you don't allow yourself to eat on a daily basis. I, I don't know if I would have the willpower to do that. Everyone has the willpower. In my opinion, I think everyone has the willpower to do it. It's all dependent on what it is you're setting for yourself. What goals are you setting for yourself? So for me, my ultimate goal was to get my RA into remission and to lose the weight that I had gained from my RA. So I gained about 50 pounds Whoa. being sick. I had never weighed that much in my life. That's how sick I was. And I also went years being misdiagnosed, which didn't help my cause either. And, you know, just with good nutrition, you know, I don't do any fad diets. I, I don't do anything um, of that sort of nature. Between that and good exercise and hydration and, you know, trying to get adequate sleep, I have lost over 45 pounds and I'm almost at my 50 pound weight loss goal. That is amazing. 
Congratulations. You're doing so great. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm very excited about it. It it feels good to be healthy and it feels good to be active again. I bet. I can't even imagine how hard that was for you to not be able to exercise if you were used to that your whole life. And and then to have to stop. Did you, can I ask if you experienced any kind of depression during that time? I, I would say I, I definitely did. One of the things I dealt with really pretty horrendously was fatigue. I was so fatigued to the point I was drinking well over maybe 36 ounces of coffee a day, just so I would stay awake. On the weekends, uh, when my RA was at its worst, I was sleeping anywhere from 18 to 20 hours plus on the weekends. Wow. And you know, when, when you feel that type of exhaustion all the time, you don't want to go out. You don't want to be social. Uh, I didn't like the way I looked because I didn't feel well. I had gained all this weight and I couldn't exercise. And, you know, when you kind of bring all those different aspects together, it, you know, I, I was a little bit depressed. I, it made me sad that I couldn't do the things that I loved and, you know, to be with the people that, that, that I enjoy being with. And I think that was the, one of the great things about Peloton for me was being able to be part of a virtual community, even with people I didn't know, how supportive they were. And just what an amazing, incredible supportive community this is. And with that, I wanted to be supportive to those who were supportive to me. And, you know, it really helped launch my journey to get my RA back to where it belongs and not active. So you said that you bought the bike and then you your rheumatoid arthritis flared up and you couldn't ride the bike for a while. Were you still um, actively engaged in the community during that time period or had you not kind of found the community yet because you were so new to the bike? I had found the community, but um, when I was kind of at my worst, I had kind of fallen to the wayside. So I... I got more involved back with the community uh, when I started riding again at the end of last summer. Gotcha. So you're really uh, kind of the community expert on power zones. And uh, for people that don't know it, no, <laughs> you coined the phrase Wilpard, correct? I did. <laughs> so, yes, I did. <laughs> so did you, um, uh, one, I guess, tell us about how you kind of came up with Wilpard. And, and two, like, did you, were you kind of already doing the power zones to help with your RA? Or did, uh, is that something that you kind of fell into over time? So it all kind of happened. It was kind of like, uh, it was interesting how everything kind of all worked out because I got cleared to exercise at the end of last summer. And I started riding again in September of last year. And I think, uh, I think Matt came on the scene, what, in October of last year. So I had just really started getting back into riding. And I remember getting on the bike and they were going to be introducing this new instructor. And I thought I'd try it out and I get on there and I got on the bike and I got through this workout and I was just like, who is this dude in the backwards hat telling me about output? Like what is output? What is power training? And I remember, I remember getting, you know, being done with that workout and I had never ever in any indoor cycling class felt like that after any workout. I worked so hard. I pushed myself so hard and I was like dripping in sweat and I was like, I have to do this again. Like I have to do these classes <laughs> because I, uh, I like to work hard. You know, I like to challenge myself and push myself. 
So the more I started to take, and it was kind of a perfect timing because I was really starting all over again. I was starting with my fitness all over again. So I was relatively out of shape. I was untrained. I, you know, I was brand new to this training concept. So I kept it up with Matt's classes and I just became enthralled with power training. Like I wanted to know more about it. I wanted to learn more about it. And I would finish these workouts and I'm like there is no word to describe these these rides like you know it's 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 like its own feeling so I came up with Wilford in a in a um in a post and I kept using it for a while and then all of a sudden other people started to use it and then it kind of caught on and it became this like big hashtag in in OPP and I'm like this is this is really cool so whenever you see me always I'll write, you know, best hashtag ever. I mean, I think it is the best hashtag ever because I came up with it. (laughs) That's where Wilford came from is um, it was just the experience of going through that ride and how awesome I felt and how awesome I still feel when I finish them and knowing I want to do it again. And that's really, in my opinion, for me, you know, what what it means to be Wilford and, and go through those go through those classes. And, you know, I still see people in OPP that are a little nervous or a little hesitant to, to try the rides or to take their FTP test. And, you know, there's you don't have to be the, the classes are for everybody. They're designed for everybody and anybody can take them at any fitness level. And if you stick with them and you really go through the training and, and Matt just posted all that um phenomenal power zone plans that he that he posted a few weeks ago, you're going to see improvements in your fitness. I've taken now over 260 classes with him. And the improvement in my fitness has been absolutely incredible. My FTP started at 145. And now my F well, I have to retest and I know I have to retest. <laughs> but my current now is 221. Whoa. Are you serious? That that's like I am serious. That's so much higher. Oh my gosh. It is, mm-hmm, it is much higher and, and I, I am due for my FTP probably this week I need to take it. So I promise I'll take it. Don't worry. <laughs> well, I can't then you're gonna be like, Oh no, you're gonna be all behind well whenever you do you're gonna be pushing yourself all over again whenever you take the next the next classes with the new zones. Is that a hard adjustment when you when you retest I haven't retested yet, so I'm only on week three of one of his six week challenges, so I haven't I haven't had to retest yet, but I'm a little scared of the end result. I got to admit, <laughs> you know what, though, don't be scared, because when you take your FTP test, like I know when I'm going to take my FTP test, I'm going to improve. I'm going to have an improvement in my FTP. And then when I adjust my zones, they're going to be higher and they're going to be a little harder to hit. But that forces me to work harder. That forces me to become more fit. That forces me to continue to push myself. And I love being able to do that. And it takes some time to get used to your new zones. And, you know, don't feel frustrated or like you can't do it. You can do it. You absolutely can do it. Because you're going to go into your new zone and then one day it's going to click and you're just going to have this beautiful, gorgeous, refrigerator worthy graph that you're going to have to frame and like next to your life and <laughs> be so proud of yourself. And then on that day, you'll have to retest and do it all over again. <laughs> I, I actually have a couple of graphs that I've printed and the ones that I've printed are the ones that I felt like I needed to retake and, and redo. And when I redo them and 
look at the differences with drafts, I can see that I've had improvement. I can see that my pedal stroke is getting better. I can see that I was holding a higher output. I can see that I was taking better recovery. It, it's great to retake the same class every so often because you can see those changes, you know, just within a few weeks. There's one ride in particular that I really like to do. It's a, it's a class where we did the zone five intervals and there were three of them and each interval was five minutes and it's a breakthrough ride on on zone five zone five zone five for five minutes three times and it's an excellent ride because it gets you through any plateau that you feel like that you feel like that you were that you were possibly dealing with and it's a breakthrough ride and the first time I took it I had just changed my zones I had a bunch of dip I didn't reach as high as I wanted to and then a few weeks later, I retook it. And when I retook it, not only were, was my graph nice and clean and flat with nice, clean pedal strokes, I held all of those intervals for the five minutes on the upper end of my zone five. And being able to see from the first time I took it, from the from the second time I took it, it was it was wonderful. You know, it was awesome to see that type of self-improvement. So I recommend for people to do that, you know, take a ride where you might have felt like it wasn't your best ride and, and do it again in a few weeks because I bet you'll see some great improvement. I'm sure that's really good advice. So uh, I'm going to I'm going to commit to trying that, Jackie, but I'm still going to be nervous about it. I'm going to hold you to it, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> you'll have to let me know the uh, date of that ride, the the five minute zone fives. That's terrifying, but I do want to try it. <laughs> I think it was March 26th. It was a Sunday ride. It was a Sunday 730 ride. Really sad. I know that by memory, but I'm pretty sure it was March 26th. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything, but <laughs> <laughs> so you you also spend a lot of time uh, riding on the road as well, right? You ride outside in addition to the, the Peloton. I do ride outside. Yes, I, I am training more and more to be able to ride outside. I'm still kind of newer at it, but I absolutely love doing it and try to get outside as much as I can. So um, can you tell us a little bit about the Road Riders page? Oh, sure. Peloton Road Riders page. So I don't have any children. So right now I kind of consider Road Riders my baby. I I love my road riders group and I love my road riders. We are a we're a family. We have truly become a a family. Uh, and the way I started it was I noticed a lot of people uh, in OPP that were talking about riding outside, and I was interested in riding outside. I had started to ride outside. I was like, well, you know, let me start a Facebook group. You know, we have all these other little country groups. I should I can start one. So I started one, and it just took off. We have over eight hundred and forty. I think we're almost to 850 members and we are a very active, engaged, happy group. Uh, we're a very positive group. We're a very, very motivating group. And we have become very, you know, we're a very close-knit group. And we talk about everything. We talk about riding outside. We talk about training. We talk about power training. Uh, we talk about, um, you know, riders are meeting one another to ride with each other outside. We started a ride with GPS virtual club. We have a Strava club. We have our awesome jerseys, which I'm a little biased because I think they're fantastic. No, they they are fantastic. And uh, 
I don't if anybody does not know what they look like we'll if it's okay with you Jackie we can post a, a picture whenever we post this episode you've shared those jerseys with Matt he proudly wears one they are amazing jerseys he does he wears them on the ride you know he wears them on some of his rides that orange jersey he wears so it's it's very very cool so road riders is open to anyone in our Peloton community who rides outside wants to ride outside, is learning to ride outside, or is interested in riding outside. And we will help you get there. And it doesn't have to be a road bike. It can be a mountain bike. It can be track. It can be, um, uh, you know, uh, cyclocross. It can be anything that you're interested in. We do virtual rides together. We all um, tend to ride Sunday mornings together. That's a big ride that we get on together. If you're a rider and you want to find more cyclists in our community, uh, come join us. I can attest to the fact that the group is a lot of fun. I, I love everybody in the group. They're great. <laughs> yes, you're a member of the group. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and so not only do you guys have those really cool jerseys, but you also have those really cool journals that like they're training journals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just uh, I just finished putting together a training journal uh, that was designed specifically for our, our road riders group. And you can track your FTP, your zones. Uh, your uh, workout of the day. Uh, there's information in there about power to weight ratio. Uh, there's all sorts of great stuff in there. And, and I had so much fun putting it together. It was it was a blast to do. It looks great. And um, I can't I can't believe how professional it looks because it's a custom made journal. And so um, whenever I opened it up, all the kids were like, ooh, they were really excited. They were they thought it was really neat, which is pretty impressive considering that the oldest is 17 and never gets excited about anything. Awesome. You know, that's 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 great. And, um, you know, it's great when when we have riders that come into the group and they had never been outside before. And all of a sudden, you know, they're posting that they just did their first 30 mile ride or their first 60 mile ride or even their first 10 mile ride. And they there it's just an amazing feat. And it's such a wonderful thing to see so many of our members achieving such wonderful goals they set for themselves. Definitely. So do you have any rides coming up, like any milestone rides coming up that are either on the road or in studio? So I just um, I just celebrated my 400th ride not too long ago. So for me, I have a big um, a big personal ride coming up. I'm going to be riding with the Arthritis Foundation in September, and I'm going to be doing a 400-mile ride in Oregon over six days. And I'm going to be personally riding under their campaign known as Kids Get Arthritis Too, and looking very, very forward to that. And if it were not for Peloton and our community and for power training, I mean, I really, really have to attribute it, uh, this to power training. I don't think I would have been be able to be ready or feel like I'd be ready to, to take on a ride like that. And I cannot wait for September to come because I feel like I'm going to crush it and have the ability to ride for kids, especially with JRA that I know who can't and ride for people who can't. And that's why I also like to do the, the, the Wounded Warrior veterans rides that I do that help support adaptive cycling and, and those types of programs. So those that can't can be able then to ride. I can't even I can't even imagine doing 400 miles in six days. I mean, 
So you're just going to go straight through. Do you like camp overnight or do they do they help you like set up the logistics of that? Do you how does that work? So the way that the ride is going to work is we're going to have uh, some camping along the way. I think we're going to be staying at some hotels along the way. All the food and everything is is provided. So they have all the logistics and everything set up for us. So I just need to show up with uh, my bike and me and, and be ready to go. And is this a fundraiser ride? It is a fundraiser ride. Yes. So I have reached about half of my donation goal. So I have a little bit more way to go, but I, I think I'll be able to get there. And can we add your link to our page and post it with the episode as well? Oh, absolutely. Yes, please. Thank, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> that's that's quite an amazing <laughs> feat and uh, for a very good cause and one that's clearly dear to your heart for obvious reasons. And I think it's amazing that you're doing that. Now you're making me all tear up. But yes, thank you very much. Oh, now you're going to get me started. No, we can't do that. No, I can't. I already made OPP cry once. I can't do it again. Quick, Tom, make a joke. <laughs> well, now there's so much pressure. And on that note, maybe we should just put a pin in things. It's and probably a good idea. Yes, and let we'll let you two compose yourselves. And uh, we will save part two of our Jackie Sincata interview for episode eight. How about that? I think that'll be good. And if you want to find that link to the, the arthritis ride that you guys were talking about. Yes. You can find that at our Facebook page, facebook.com slash the clip out. Perfect. Yes, that is correct. Here's today's recipe for success. I think we have a new tradition. Did you know that? No. Yeah. So it's kind of started to become a thing that uh, when we have a lovely guest on our show, they are sending their own recipes. Well, that's cool. It is cool. And we have a fabulous one from Jackie. It is kale, lemon, and garlic, dairy-free and grain-free pesto sauce. So as she just talked about, there are tons of things that she doesn't eat. So this is like super healthy. You would never touch it with a 10-foot pole. We are currently batting a 1,000. Yeah. Or things Tom won't eat. That's, That's true. What we will call when we finally make our clip out cookbook. <laughs> it will be called the clip out cookbook. Things Tom won't eat. We probably now are going to have to actually do that. This is still really simple. Um, you get two cups of kale. I'm out. Oh, I know. You you were never in. No. Uh, you get a lemon. You have four cloves of garlic, some olive oil. It's extra virgin olive oil. Now, for our vampire listeners, is mm-hmm. there something they can substitute for the garlic, or is just this just no vampires allowed? No vampires on this one. Okay. And then um, a half a cup of unsalted pine nuts, and one teaspoon of pink Himalayan salt, and then just a tiny little bit of water. You put it all in a blender, you blend it till it's smooth, and then boom, it's done. Pesto sauce, super healthy, super good. Super, I won't eat it. Yeah, but I mean, you don't eat anything. I'm weird. (laughs) You eat chicken tenders, chicken wings, and... Pizza? Pizza. That's pretty much it. Burgers. You're like Garfield. (laughs) Mm, Lasagna. See? And I hate Mondays. (laughs) You guys are simpatico. And I'm furry. (laughs) And pretty cute. (laughs) We will once again have to agree to disagree. (laughs) So that's it for this episode. Episode seven is in the books. And uh, thanks for checking us out. If you would like to find us in between episodes, you can do so at Facebook.com slash the clip out. If you want to follow me on Facebook, I'm Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe or on Twitter at Roger Kubert. 
It's a long story And you can find my lovely wife Crystal at On Twitter you can find me at Clip Out Crystal And and you can find me on Facebook At facebook.com Slash Crystal D. O'Keefe And if you want to find me on the bike You can find me at Clip Out Crystal And don't forget we're available on iTunes You can go there, rate, review, subscribe It helps us tremendously And we greatly appreciate it So coming up on the next episode We will speak some more to Jackie Sincata Yes She will tell us about her love of Neil Diamond Yes, and some great stories And we will find out some magical things That's all I'm going to say And we will also find out They will hear a little window into my childhood <laughs> Yes And and why you won't get on the bike Yeah, If you wonder why he is so opposed To getting on a bike Or anything remotely athletic I will walk you through my history with T-Ball Yes And that will explain loads Oh and also don't forget That uh, if you want to donate To Jackie's Arthritis Ride You can find all that At our Facebook page That's it for this episode Thanks for tuning in And until next time Keep peddling.